The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Right now, I want to talk about housing and enshrining a right to housing in the Constitution. Over half of respondents to a poll in the Sunday Independent yesterday expressed support for this. They would like to see a constitutional right to housing in this country. Rona McCord is a researcher and community development officer at Unite the Union. Uh, Rona, you're very welcome to the show. Um, You, I understand, are in favour of such a right being enshrined in the Constitution. Why? Hi, Kieran. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll be in favour of that as a, as a as a trade union that represents working class people and working class families um, that has seen a crisis since, um, well, a crisis officially called in 2018, which has deteriorated year on year um, since. I think um, it would be a very much um, a good aspiration and statement for us um, to see in our constitution um, vindicating, vindicating a right to housing for, for our people. Um, that's not to say that I think it's a that that it's a, as simple as that or a simple issue. I'm quite aware that it's a complex one. However, if we have that as our base start and see human see shelter and housing as a human right, then I think we should refocus the the debate and policy around that aspiration. So it's about causing a mind mindset shift, is it? Yeah, I think so. I think you know we have seen um, the the market forces and government policy in the last decade or so. Um, not uh, be able to tackle this issue. You know, we've seen the deterioration uh, in terms of uh, homelessness figures, in terms of children and families who were left homeless, in terms of people dying on the streets. You know, we were once shocked by by um, a man dying on the streets, and now we hear it week on week. Um, you know, so we've seen the deterioration. So as far as I'm concerned, we should really balance in our own constitution where we have under Article 43 a right to or a vindication of the rights of private property. We should balance that with a right to um, all persons to have access to adequate housing. Um, and I think that's an aspiration that um, that it's not actually something that's new mm. for Ireland. We've signed up to the International Convention on Economic and Social Cultural Rights, which in and of itself says that states should recognise the right to everyone to adequate standard of living and including uh, adequate food, clothing and housing. So it's not something that's new uh, in that sense okay. for, for us to aspire to. But I think uh, we should use it as a base human right in this country now and then using that then to vindicate then and provide the access and provide the resources as best as we can to vindicate that right for everybody. Let me introduce Tom McPhillips, or Tom Phillips, rather, uh, who's with us as well. He's Managing Director of Tom Phillips and Associates, Adjunct Associate Professor of Architecture and Planning at UCD as well. Tom, I, I understand you, you would not be in favour of enshrining a constitutional right to housing. Um, why? Good afternoon, Kieran and Rona, because I think it's already in the, the, the Constitution. I'm not a constitutional lawyer, I'm not a lawyer, but in reading through it, there are a lot of references to the common good. I think there's nine references to the common good. And if you look at the preamble to the Planning and Development Act, which on which all development in Ireland is undertaken, it talks about it's in the it's to provide for housing. The very first sentence of it says it's to provide for housing, the provision of housing, and it's all done in the interest of the common good. So I'd argue that the, the Constitution already has built into it the right to, to provide for housing. It's, it's in there. There's the rights of property. There's the rights of the state to legislate on behalf of uh, different forms of, of the powers of government, the legislation, executive powers, judicial powers. All those are in the in the, the Constitution already. I just think if we're just keeping adding to it, it's probably deferring what we should be doing, which is gone getting providing housing. And if you had to ask the same people in that poll, are you willing to put something into the Constitution about the right for housing, but are you equally willing to 
to stop objecting to housing, they probably say, oh, no, 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 no. So people want the rights to do things, mm. but not the rights to be controlled. But and we have a situation that people are object too easily to housing. So you can't have the right to housing. And then every time someone tries to build it, you, it stopped. Like I one the other day came into our house from UCD Students Union looking for people to take on students because they can't uh, get housing in the area. Yet down the road from where I live is a site that had permission for student accommodation and the residents have gone and judicially reviewed it and stopped it. So if people want the rights, are they willing to take the responsibility that goes with those well, rights? Well, I, I, um, we might talk about planning maybe in a moment, but what about Rona's argument that it's about focusing the mind and maybe something more explicit in the Constitution would cause that mindset shift? Well, I think that look, I don't see any evidence that people haven't got a mindset to provide for housing. People might say that's the proof of homelessness, the proof of that that isn't the case. But there is the housing for all uh, strategy, a 10 year uh, initiative by the government, the very, across the government, 10, 20 billion euro for over 10 years. So there is commitments for all these different forms of housing. And the, the one, I suppose, the problem about the constitution is that it's very hard to change it once it's in there. And the housing tenure changes so much because a few years ago, there were one-off houses, there were private houses, and there were one or two apartments. And now we've got all these different levels of social housing, affordable housing, etc. And the Planning Act is much more fluid in terms of changing the policies that allow that to happen than the constitution, which itself okay. is a really difficult document to change. Uh, Rona, what about that argument that, I suppose, practically speaking, it's already there and making a more explicit constitutional right wouldn't actually achieve anything? Well, look, I mean, part of the problem with the constitution is that a lot of it is aspirational and we do need it. We do need to be practicalities involved. But, you know, when we talk about things about the common goods, they're not actually defined what exactly is the common good. It's not defined in the Constitution. You know, and we do have you know, an article there that very much protects the rights of private property. And I do think that we need a balance against that in terms of, that, of, of uh, adequate housing for people. That would be my argument for putting it in. But as I said at the start, I know it's a complex issue and it's not the, you know, the solution to mm. the housing um, crisis. You know, the solution is in policy. And policy so far has you know, abdicated the things like social housing to the private market. And this has created a huge demand, which, you know, the, the, the current policy is, is going nowhere near touching in terms of what, what adequate housing or yeah. the, the, the amount of housing that we need um, for, for people on a yearly basis. Would you fear, um, Rona, though, that um, a, a campaign for a constitutional right to housing might suck up all the oxygen in the room? You know, that that would become the housing issue people talk about for six months or however long it would be until uh, such a referendum took place. And then all of the time that should be devoted to debating and discussing policy would necessarily be long fingered or it wouldn't get the attention it deserves. We'd all be talking about the Constitution. On the other hand, it could also focus people in terms of what the right policies are and who has the right policies. You know, we've seen very much a conflict of interest in certain um, political parties in, in their approach to this um, in terms of their own uh, ownership and uh, landlordism and so on. And I think it would actually... There's, la- there's landlords in lots of the parties. I think Sinn Féin have landlords in their party as well. I, I, I'm not, I'm not uh, denying that, but I think it would focus people on where the real policies are and where the policies are that are going to achieve mm. something for the, for the entire country and to actually really make an effort to solve the housing crisis. So I think, you know, I get your point, but I actually think that it would focus people's attention and focus people um, in terms of asking who really has the policies here because we've looked at, we've, you know, we've had 10 years of failure really uh, in policy after policy and it has the, the situation has actually deteriorated. It hasn't improved at all. 
So I think it might actually focus people's attention far more than distracting from it. Tom, if you accept that what we have at the moment is not working uh, and the evidence of that being the homeless figures and sky high rents and the solution you don't think is enshrining a constitutional right to housing, what is the solution? Well, I, one of the solutions I would think is a review of, and it's a very unpopular view, but a review of the judicial review rights of people to object to every form of housing. Okay, we have an incredibly uh, facilitating form of third-party rights in Ireland where people can object to any scheme for any reason for €20 Euro and hold up a scheme. So we've got so, we have thousands, not just a figure of speech, we actually have thousands of units that have been permitted to be built that can't be built because they're sitting in the forecourts in, terms, in the form of judicial reviews. So people want rights, but are not, are not, they don't look and say, well, if I'm going to object to that housing, that someone else is going to lack a house. So how can we have the ability to object to absolutely every form of development in this country. And if you look at the, in, in our, on average, 7% of all decisions are appealed to the board every year. But when it comes to housing, it's 95%. So it goes, it's the other extreme. So anything to do with housing, people just don't want housing built next to them. So what's the point in having an, an, another element of the constitution saying there's a right to housing if you can't build them? What we should do, be doing is getting on and building the ones that we can build and we've got a planning act, which is a planning and development act, and said it's in the interest of the common good, including the provision of housing. The very first part, sentence of the act is about the provision of housing. We've got housing for all action plan. We've got the government committed to 20 billion. We have all these things in places. What we don't have are the construction workers to do it because we can't house them. Mm. We, we have a very high VAT rate, which makes us uncompetitive. We've got the price of construction is going up, and we've got all these factors against us. So it's a very hard factor to, to face. And also the state itself is only really ramping up now with the Land Development Agency to undertake the building of these houses. So we should get on with it and stop talking about extra policies. We have enough. All right. Well, uh, uh, for what it's worth, as I said right at the outset, over half of respondents to that Sunday Independent uh, poll in agreement with Rona and in favour of our very right to housing. Uh, Rona McCord is a researcher and community uh, development officer at United Union and Tom Phillips is the managing director of Tom Phillips and Associates, adjunct associate professor of architecture and planning at University College Dublin. I'd love to hear your own views on 53106. Would you like to see a constitutional right to housing in this country, a referendum, and we put it in to Bunrock and Maybe you're in agreement with Tom. And what we actually need to do is to overhaul the planning process and stop all this nimbyism, the constant nimbyism that goes on when it comes to housing in this country and just get on and bloody build the stuff. It is symbolic, though, says this listener. I agree it needs to be done. It sends a proper signal to everyone, government and politicians. It should happen. We should have a referendum. What do you think? 53106. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.